Yo. Hello. What up? What, what a piece of crap. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Is it, may, is, has it ever done it before? Or is it better when it's like not uh, like when you're in the same room? I don't know. This yeah. is only the first time I tried this shit, so. True. It's probably better when you guys are when when we're both in the same room, so like yeah. doesn't keep cutting out. It's yeah, we pretty. Got, like, we already have like forty three minutes here, twenty two minutes. So. Yeah, I I hear you pretty clear too. So. To- I mean, it's not that bad. But I mean, we're talking about um. Oh, your woman having expectations, and then oh, they yeah. cut out. Yeah, I never had expectations till I got with her, so I didn't even know what the fuck that shit was. Yeah, you guys you guys are pretty good together, I won't lie. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what it is, but we got dubbed a couple, you know, like that couple. Like I, I, I said something to her and she was like, Oh, you're that guy. Oh yeah. And then like I said something to you and then you're like, Oh, you're that guy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know what it is, but we're everybody's favorite couple. I look at it as an honor, like really, because everybody's like, "You're our favorite." Like, we love you the most. Like, you guys are our favorite couple. And I was like, "Was oh, that your friends?" Yeah, those are well. Those are my friends and her friends. Yeah, and that was the first time I met all of them. They're all pretty cool. Except Darcy. Darcy blows donkey dick. Crying over, over fucking cooler. I can't wait till he hears this podcast of me shitting on him. <laughs> Fuck Jurassic Park. <laughs> number one. I don't think I'd ever put Jurassic Park at number number one. I'm Dude, sorry. A, bl- a blind guy reading the script in Braille wouldn't put Jurassic Park at number one. <laughs> See? God, why are you going to ice when it's that down? Damn, dude. Come on, man. That's just... I like Steven Spielberg. Listen, the guy's amazing, but not number one. Yeah, not number one. He's number one in dinosaur movies. How about that? And I don't even know because The Land Before Time is pretty fucking good. You can't really beat The Land Before Time. Exactly. So even Jurassic Park's not number one on that list. Nope. Dog shit. Dude, let's fucking let's get random, right? What did you would you be able to I don't want to put you on the spot. If you're not ready, we'll keep talking shit about everything else. What about action movie lists since we're doing top tens of just random shit? Action movie lists? Ooh. Well, I told you my Matrix movies. I told you my Matrix number one in your action. Uh if I had to pick one Matrix movie. No, you could pick the trilogy. You could put them as a whole. Because I put Batman movies as a whole. No, I got you. I started to like the Transformer movies, but, I but the later ones, ones I, 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 I didn't even watch that one. Yeah. Because I heard it was bad. Yeah, he's a scientist. I'm afraid and if watch you, it. Uh, I can't believe Mark Wahlberg is a scientist uh, as much as I would believe Shaq as mm-hmm. a fucking samurai. And I... I really like the Hulk movies. Like people say, the 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 worst one was the one with Edward Norton. That was actually one of my favorite ones. That's the walking away one with the piano at the end. That fucking piano the, was so emotional, dude. The, you you remember when they like trap him in the in that little like it's like this glass hallway. Mm-hmm. They throw a bunch of tear gas in there, and he turns into the Hulk. I just I don't know something about that movie. 
made the Hulk different for me because he started to control it towards the end. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. And I just, I really liked that movie because of it. But they kept changing the Hulk. That's why I didn't like that. I like the Eric Banner one too. The, I like, the, I like the, the one that was in the Avengers. Yeah. The one that's in the Avengers. No, no, no. That's that. Mark Ruffalo. Oh, okay. Eric Banner was the Hulk before Edward Norton Jr. Oh, the one that... The military uh, base one. Yeah, the one where, like, uh, he... With the dad that kept chasing him. Yeah, he fights, like, those Transformer fucking wolves. Yeah. Oh, my... No, they're not the trans... They're, like, they're drugged up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're, like, Hulk wolves. Yeah, that that's insane. I like the one where he fights that other gigantic soldier Hulk thing. That's amazing. <clears throat> Man, num- my number one action movie would blow your mind. What's your number one action movie? Die Hard, bro. Die Hard? Bruce fucking Willis. You die, motherfucker. He's like, get together, have a few laughs, have a few drinks. You know, he's all fucking annoyed. Yeah, he's all like pissed off. Yeah, I fucking yeah, love that. Man, it'd be a nice time. Dude, I love Bruce yeah. Willis. I swear to God. Bruce Willis and he's... like Sly Stallone are the only old guys I don't like. I'm already tired of Arnold. When he talks, I'm just like, shut the fuck up, please. Just stop it. Yeah, and he's I, really full of himself. The whole world knows I fucking cannot stand Steven Seagal. God, yeah, I fucking hate him. Kempo, I won't lie. That he's a black belt in is just so much horse shit. Yeah, I think he bought it. I fucking hate Steven Seagal. Bought it on eBay. Probably, dude. I could get a black belt on eBay, too, and say I'm a fucking jujitsu black belt Gracie fucking academy or some shit. <laughs> you get choked out by, like, a seven-year-old who's actually, like, a fucking blue belt or some shit. <laughs> Fucking worst shit. It happens. I watched this video, right, where they uh, this guy had a school where um, he said he was a black belt that he got from Brazil, and he was teaching people stuff. And there was like videos on his website. Wrong probably too. What's that? He was probably teaching wrong shit. He was like, "This is the dragonfly." Yeah. Uh, fucking he was teaching wrong shit. Headlock finger bend. <laughs> Yeah, and he went to this. This guy went to the school, and he was like, "Come on, I'm a blue belt. Like, roll with me." And he didn't want to roll with him. He goes, "No, no, I don't need to. This is my own school. Can you leave?" Like they called him out, and there was something like a takedown where they're supposed to go for the uh, the outer leg uh, instead of like the, in, the leg on the inside. Uh-huh. So they and then take him to the side, and he was teaching people to go for the the leg on the inside. And like that, he was telling them how they're just gonna end up getting him into like a like a headlock or something, and uh, like getting him by the back of the head. He's probably you know, using like, like he was probably using like movie references and shit. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna teach you guys the airbender lock." And yeah, like, and then the guy was calling like, "Where'd you get your black belt?" And he goes, "Brazil. Where in Brazil?" He's like, "Don't worry about that." He's I don't like, "Vin Diesel got his black Brazil. belt, bro." <laughs> Vin Diesel ain't a black belt for shit. Vin Diesel's a black belt in scrubbing. Bro, it's scrubbing. What, what you, is that? Is that like you? You hating on Fast and Furious though? No, I like Fast and Furious. Um, but I'm a Rock fan from day one. I learned how to do the Rock's eyebrow, and when I was a kid in elementary school. And if they got into a real fight like they did in Fast and Furious, The Rock would beat. Listen, I'm not saying The Rock's a tough guy. He's a big muscle guy, right? So there's nothing tough about him. I don't think he could fight. 
but he's still a big fucking six foot five, two hundred and seventy pound guy. The fight would, would go very similar, dude. He like, would fucking ape silver ape. gorilla, murder the shit out of Vin Diesel. You cannot sleep on the fact that he used to wrestle. He used to fake wrestle. Yeah, but he would totally beat the crap out of Vin Diesel across the, across the room. I'll into tell you, something. I'll tell you who would choke all of them out. Paul Walker. Paul Walker was a legit brown belt in jujitsu. Get the fuck out of here, really? Yes, sir. Oh, that's why he was so good when the Diesel was trying to, like, punch him in the exactly. face. Exactly. He yeah. would have choked yeah. the shit out of everybody. Yep. yep. He didn't he take as much damage. He was a legit fucking brown. I think he was a Gracie brown belt, as a matter of fact. Or... Get the fuck out of here. Don't lie to me. Uh, you know, yeah, it might be fucking bullshitting, but who cares? Don't fucking lie to me, Brian. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I'll find Brian out. I'll find out no, for I'm just you. But he was a brown belt. Jiu-jitsu. He was definitely a brown belt, dude. Which is why when he his fighting scenes look so good. He was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He was dedicated. Yada, yada, yada. He was a black belt, dude. Look at that shit, dude. A black belt. 2018, he was a black belt for years already. He Which is why his action scenes looked amazing. When he passed away, Walker was already a brown belt studying under instructor Ricardo Frangina Miller at the Paragon Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy in California. No shit. He would have choked everyone out, including The Rock. If Hoist Gracie fucking made anything sure, showing you that muscles do not assure a win in fighting. You will get choked, oh, man. son. For sure. I I, I still want to learn jujitsu. Um, there's a jujitsu, jujitsu, jujitsu. No, they say it, the Brazilians when they hear it, they say jujitsu. What? I'm not Brazilian though. I know, but you gotta say it with their accent, bro. You gotta show respect. You can't call them Hoist Gracie. You gotta call them Hoist Gracie, because their 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 R's are H's. Can I just say BJJ? Yeah, you can say no, BJJ. I'm not gonna get fucking with that yeah, type of dedication, you know. <laughs> that type of shitty dedication, you you're gonna be a white belt forever. <laughs> I want to train BJJ. In their accent, I gotta say it. BJJ. <laughs> oh, there's a. Have you ever seen uh, Joey Diaz? Joey uh, Joey Karate. Oh, is that when he's fighting the guy the the on jujitsu? No, nah, that's when he's like, uh, "You scared to go walk walk to your deal and get a 20. And he's like chopping people and shit. I gotta show you the video after we're done with this podcast. You can fucking laugh your ass off, bro. <laughs> and he's like chopping people, and then he this music plays. I don't know, man. I'm not is gonna. It one of those animated anymore. ones. Nah, it's literally him dressed up, chopping and he's like people. saying how he's gonna, yeah. He's Joe, Joey Diaz chopping people. <laughs> I fucking love Joey Diaz. Jiu-Jitsu, like he does it, man. He's a big thinker. Bro, but it makes you feel like I can, like if he could do it, I could do it. You know what I mean? Yes, you can, definitely. Dude, I love his tweets in the morning. Have you seen his tweets on Instagram? Do you follow oh, him on bro. Instagram? I follow him on, on, um, on Facebook. No, follow him on Instagram, dude. On Instagram. I on Instagram. He posts his tweets in the mornings, like, suck today's cock and shit. Like, all his weird yeah, shit. Yeah, on, uh, on Facebook. 
Oh my Hold god, on, let I me, love it. I'm gonna read one to you right now. Joey Diaz, the fucking qu- bro. He's he's really, I don't know. He's such a hilarious guy. He's, he's so unique. He's so unique. I just Rogan, I, says, I, Rogan I, says he's the funniest guy out there. Uh, he's the funniest comedian, and I don't agree. I think he's second. I think first is Bill Burr, but I might be biased because I'm a gigantic Bill Burr fan. In terms of making you crack up, or in terms of like skills as a comedian, but bringing it all together, like Jordan. Bringing it all together, like Jordan. We'll say um, LeBron. We'll say LeBron because I'm a pro LeBron podcast here. We're anti Jordan. I do not own Jordans. I'm not a big fan of Jordan. He was a great basketball player. Not such a LeBron. great human being. I'm a LeBron fan, a thousand percent. You got to be a great basketball player and a great man. And LeBron is an icon on and off the court. And the shit that he does, dude, dude, when he opens his mouth on social issues, it's always the the right shit. Like that's huge. Like Jordan, Jordan didn't give a fuck. Jordan would have never touched fucking racial shit or like police shootings or like been as honest as LeBron is when he talks about all that stuff. That dude, they're not gonna, I mean, they're not gonna see how great LeBron was until he retires, dude. And then you're gonna, because you never notice greatness when you see it. You know what I mean? Like people, yeah, just, yeah they're just, they get used to it, dude. Like I, rem- like dude, I hate Tom Brady, but it's greatness. I know I'm not gonna see a guy this good for a long time. Yeah, you know, and, and even like, we're still waiting for the next Dan Marino. We're still waiting for the next Dan Marino, Miami. It's been 19 years. You know, that's no, not gonna happen, bro. Miami's done. Yeah, exactly, dude. Another 30 years, that's for sure. Hey, go fuck yourself. Best. We're going to win the Super Bowl next year. You fucking uh, Dallas has a better chance of winning the Super Bowl. Who? Dallas Cowboys. Dude, you guys suck donkey chode. They have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl you than you guys. Back, you have a running back that beats women's. Ezekiel Elliott could be the next OJ Simpson. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, love, I love Ezekiel Elliott. I'm being an asshole. Let me not talk shit because I love him. I loved him in Ohio State, and I love him in the Cowboys too. Yeah, him and Dak Prescott and uh, Sean Lee are the reasons I watch your guys' games, actually. But Jerry Jones needs to shut the fuck up, for real. They give me hope. They give me hope as and a fan. Jerry Jones takes it away with stupid comments. It's okay. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, fuck that billionaire. All that, all that bullshit that happened, last, uh, I guess, during the season with the Cowboys was just probably what caused the season to be so bad. I don't know. I mean, you, I don't want to sit here and t- yeah, talk about you, you guys. Okay, let's, at, uh, let's not forget who my second team is. My second team are the Eagles, and you guys were not going to beat us. Hell no. Not in the condition the team was in. Even without even without our quarterback, no one was going to beat us, as the Patriots saw. The, I like like I was about to say like I don't want to sit here and talk about like I know everything about football. Yeah. As soon as Dallas was out, as soon as Dallas was out, I was just like, all right, I'm I'm just upset. I don't care about football. Um, That's how I get almost every single season. I know, bro. I'm sorry. I'm so selfish. So the only reason I cared so much this season is because I've been an Eagles fan since I was a kid and a Dolphins fan, and I've suffered so much with both of them. I remember when the Eagles lost the Super Bowl in 2004. Dude, I cried like a fucking little baby. Like, I was on the damn team. So to see them win, I was super happy for them, and, like, I love Philly, and I love the their teams. But uh, obviously I would much rather fucking 
like I don't even know how it feels if the Dolphins won a Super Bowl, dude. I'd fucking combust or something. <laughs> I mean, you saw my party. My party was dolphin themed, like dolphin cake, dolphin glasses, dolphin everything. It's my squad. Yeah. It's two different loves. Like you're, like I was really happy for Philly. I was like, oh, they deserve. Yo, yo, I'm in here twice. Technical difficulties. Yeah, for real. So continue was, uh, your, the suicidal thing. That's. No, I said that I just don't – I don't think suicidal because I've seen what death does to people, and it ripples. That's all. So, like – I had some dark thoughts when Miguel passed. Real dark what's thoughts. What's that? I said I definitely had some dark thoughts when Miguel passed. Yeah, that's for sure, man. I, I completely can understand you, bro. Like, I literally felt – I've never felt like actually killing someone. And when I found out that that was like half, like that was someone who actually killed my cousin, I was like, I'm so upset. And I just felt so st- stupid thinking about it afterwards. And like the, the, when I got that angry about it and I don't know, man, I just never want to be at that point again. And I hope I never have to, but I can understand why you have dark thoughts. And when, uh, your brother passed. That that's probably something a lot harder to deal with because that's your blood. I mean, you know? I put it in this simple way. Like I tell people, I said, I I love my mom, but it's a like. You get me? I loved the like. I yeah, like I like my mom. <laughs> I love her, but I always expected her to go first. Yeah, I got Brother, you. Brother, I loved. It's never, yeah, it's never, like, it's never good for a mom to bury her own son. That's not good either. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's different. I loved Miguel. It was very different. We had a connection that, I don't know, I can't even explain. I remember when we would be at, uh, what do you call it? We were talking about something at, when we were, when we were security guards. We were talking about, like, alternate uh, like alternate realities and how Miguel was actually a guardian angel in an alternate reality protecting you yeah, or something like that. Like in his alternate reality, he is like, he's a guardian and that's why he was the way he was here. That's what you were explaining to me. Yeah, that's what, that's how they explained it to me as I was a kid and it always made sense. Oh, it does, God, man. No guardian angel, you know? Yeah. Oh my god. You remember when we would talk about uh like past lives? Supernatural shit. Yeah, bro. We would go fucking in for hours. Just talk about um who we were if we had a past life. Do you remember all that? Like if you that person shit. Do you do you remember who uh who you said you were or something like that? Because I don't remember what you said. But what I said I had to be a warrior. I remember yours was a woman who was murdered. Yeah, that creeped me out a little bit. But I literally, I, dude, I, I'm I'm not fucking around. Maybe I'm like in my own head. Maybe it was a dream. You know what I mean? But like, I feel like that's so fucking weird now that I say it. Like years later, but like, it's just uh, that alley that I saw, and there was a bus. It was so like. Vivid. 
yeah, it was so vivid. And I even remember it to this day. And I remember getting off the bus and going down this alley and just, that was it. Life ended in that alley. It's crazy. I don't know how, but that's how my life started. I do believe in reincarnation. I do believe that life has to find energy. And when a baby is being born and it has none of that, the energy gets in. I don't know, bro. I'm fucking stupid, but that's like, it's crazy, bro. Maybe that's life, dude. Maybe that's what happens. You never fucking know. It's illegal for reincarnation in China. Did you know that? How the fuck can you make that illegal? How can uh, you know? It's a dictatorship. You know? <laughs> does it doesn't make sense, though. How do you stop reincarnation uh, if it happens? Did you come back? All right, you're fucking going. Hey, hey, hey don't get it. Don't, no, no, no. I don't, don't know. Don't get dude. Shit doesn't make sense. It doesn't, bro. Yeah. But it's okay, man. How's uh how's work right now? Are you still doing um Federal. what do you call? You're still in the airport right now? Yeah. How yeah. long are you doing that? Bro, I can't believe you told told everyone that you were coming back. <laughs> that was hype. That was hype. Because I literally thought you were gonna live there for another like three years, and I was like, all right, I'll see him like every couple months, I guess. That's cool. Yeah, I had been going down every three months. Yeah. Um, but I only saw you once, bro. I'm sorry. I love you though. <laughs> you know, I love you, dude. It's I, okay. I was telling my chick when you're like, "Who the fuck moves to Boston?" Like, nobody ever fucking says I'm going to Boston on vacation. Like, fuck Boston. Yeah, like, fuck that place. What do they have there? What do they? What do they have there, Anthony? Dude, the people are. They cool. don't have. The people are what? The people are cool. The ones I've met. The ones okay. I've met cool. A lot of other people suck. Um, it's definitely not our surrounding. People are way too fucking sensitive here. Um, yeah, I, I, t- I think I talk too much shit, and I, I definitely have to watch my mouth sometimes. Yeah, so, it's definitely way too sensitive here. It's a different way of life from what we grew up. Yeah. Where if you're Hispanic, you just voice your fucking opinion, and if somebody doesn't like it, they go, well, fuck you, I don't agree. And you go, why don't you agree? And then they go, uh, I don't agree because this, this, and this. And you go, well, I think it's this because of this. And then they go, all right, agree to disagree. And you're like, all right, stop eating shit. Yeah, go fuck yourself. That's why we had this conversation. <laughs> That's it. That goes on. But over here, it's not like that. Over here, it's like, you know, politically correct. And I'm not a politically correct guy, dude. You know, I make fun of everything. You know, I mean, there's. It's true. I mean, at my grandmother's funeral, I made a joke about her shoes and it made everybody like chill out. Because I was like, dude, they put her in, like her resting shoes are those shoes she fucking hates. She's going to be walking yeah. and pissed off. <laughs> shoes that she used to complain about all the fucking time and that's what she's got to go to the afterlife with i was like are you shitting me you can't even catch a break in death jesus yeah that's crazy so i mean so, I, so wait did I, you guys change your shoes did you guys change your shoes i took them off of her me and my buddy took them off of her well his grandmother he took we took them off oh that's what's yeah, up bro yeah, like, those are i was like i'll put them next to her but she's not fucking wearing them to heaven <laughs> her favorite word, like the difference of Hispanic culture. Her favorite word was maricon. <laughs> We've come That's to good, though. some sense. Dude, she sat me, George, and Lemmy down a year before she died, right? And she's like, look, I'm not going to last you guys forever, so don't be a bunch of bitches. When I fucking die, if you guys cry, I'm going to fucking haunt you. Don't be a bunch of maricones. Like, uh, no creo en eso. Like, I don't believe in that shit. 
right? So don't be pussies. And we're like, all right, all right, fine. We're straight. You know, like, this is weird. Why are you sitting us? Yeah, like, that shit's crazy, man. Like, how people are just ready to go. Like, when you get to that point, it just, I don't know. Like, your grandmother knew she was going to, like, my grandfather knew he was going to go. He bought his own casket. He was like, I like this one. Uh, where I want to wear this suit. Like, he was ready. He was like, all right, put me in this goddamn casket. I'm done. And I was just like... I don't know. It's crazy. Like, energy is absurd. He explained to my... Uh, to, I, think it, I think it was my aunt that once you get to a point where you feel like you've done what you wanted to do... Yeah, you're ready to go home. old and, like, you know what I mean? You're just you're ready to just rest in peace. You know what I mean? You don't have much else to do. And like, you're just ready. Cause he literally said like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to die. It's okay guys. And like, that's what he told everyone before he was like getting all fucked up and was in hospice. Like, and he was even hitting on the nurse. He was like, damn, it's like, (laughs) he was hitting on the nurse and shit. Like, we don't have to tell, we don't have to tell my wife. And she's like in the room with them and shit. <laughs> he's like dying and fuck it's great bro I have an old phone because I have a picture of me and him on it and it it broke and I have to try to like get the picture off of it somehow but that's just pretty yeah. novelty to me It's and the energy like that I don't know it's some shit so like the last day I was in Miami before I was coming back up to Boston um, we slept at my mom's house, which ended up being a really big mistake, right? So mm-hmm. my wow. I never felt his energy. I never felt anything, right? So Because well, uh, you, you slept at your mom's house? Yeah, so the last night I slept at her house. So what It's closer to Fort Lauderdale Airport. So I fucking, me and my girl are there. We go over. I'm hanging out with my mom. You know, we're chilling. We, uh, we, me and my girl go to bed. And, dude, I feel like I'm getting smushed into the bed and having, like, a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking horrible. Like, dude, there's this pressure and this weight on me. It's insane. I wake up and I go to my girl. I'm like, oh, I got to go to the bathroom, you know? Like, I just need to wash my face. I get up, I go to the bathroom, I wash my face. I walk in the living room. My brother's in the living room by himself. Like, his, I don't know, whatever they put you in when they burn you, the urn. Mm-hmm. It's in the living room. So I walk by the living room and I put my hand on the box and I'm like, dude, what is it? What do you want? Like, is this you? Do I feel you? And like energy leave. Like, the weight is gone. So then like I, I go back to the room and I start fucking crying. Crazy. crying. Freaking out. Losing my shit. And I go to I wake up my girl, my mom. We sit in the room. I bring my brother in because my brother was always there when we were having conversations. He was always sitting on the bed, you know. And um, I brought him in, and, like, then the energy, like, calmed down in the house. And I think all he wanted was for me to acknowledge that he was gone and never coming back, which is something I've refused to do this entire time. Me, that I know death so well, and I've buried so many. I mean, I have dead people tattooed all over me, you know? I have my two grandmas, my grandfather, now my brother. Like, I have dead people all over me, My best, one of my best friends on my wrist. Like, I've lost a lot of people. I mean, I went to fucking, I don't know, 20 funerals by the age of 20-something, 22 years old. So it's nothing new to me, but and you really do felt like you felt your brother's energy, dude. I felt him so big. And after I acknowledged him and I talked to him, and like let him know I was here. What does that feel like to you? 
At first, it felt bad. At first, it felt like a big brother fucking with a little brother. He was like, dude, you have it more than me. Like, you you hold this shit in. That's one of my, we all know this. I'm, I act too, I'm, I'm too strong for my own. So I fucking push problems to the right, and eventually they'll come back on the left side. But most of the time, they don't. So I just, I run from shit. I just run from my problems, dude. I just, whatever, dude, let me not pay attention. If I don't pay attention to it, it's not there. It's like a drug addict. You know, they, drug, they go, all right, I'm going to get fucked up on meth. But when I wake up, you're still a fucking shitty person. So, you know, I, I guess until I acknowledged him, he wasn't going to, like, leave. And, dude, the energy was crazy. And once I acknowledged him and I gave him a hug and I kissed the urn and I was like, dude, I love you and I'm here and, it's bullshit. You broke your fucking promise. I got you the surgery. I fought for your life. I did everything. You sold out, man. Like, you gave up. Which I know he didn't. I know his body gave up because his mind was still there. You know, mentally, he was still fighting. His body just broke after. Yeah. I mean, it was eight months in the hospital, dude, on top of everything else that he's had. And on top of having a stomach next to his heart and all this other crazy shit we found out about his anatomy. You know, and my mom remembers a quote, like this nurse told her when Miguel was born all the way in 1987, you know, like, hey, if you get 24 hours with him, feel lucky. You know, and he spent the next 55 days in an incubator. I mean, we have a picture of my mom, like holding, she has her arms through the incubator and those little tube things. And she's sleeping, standing up. She's just laying, her face is like on the incubator and she's passed out cold. It's crazy. I mean, she didn't go home, showers, like. Dude, from day one, dude, he wasn't supposed to get 24 hours. He gave us fucking, you know, um, 10,000 days, dude, more than 10,000 days, which is crazy. So it's one of the My girl tells me I have to deal with it, and my mom says the same thing. It's just I'm never going to get over it, dude. It's funny because this is the most spiritual I've been in life. Like, this is the most I've myself, the most I've – I pray. I've always prayed every night, but this is the most I mean it. It's, it's the best time I've had a relationship with God. At the same time, I'm like, you motherfucker, dude. Like, you took my brother. You know? Yeah. So it's, like, weird. I know I get pissed off at him, too, and stuff. But that's your brother. When he, you know, at some point in time, God wants his angels back. So, I mean, I was hoping it'd be 50 years, you know. But it would have hit me just as hard then as it is now. It's just a bitch Mm -hmm. now. Like, I'm stuck with two memories that don't leave my mind. Like, Miguel was going to be my best man at my wedding. Like, I was going to have my friend Robert roll him up, and Miguel was going to be my best man, dude. And he and I, I couldn't wait till the day that I had kids to put my knee, my son or my daughter on my brother's lap and be like, dude, this is a Roman. There's three of us now. You know, because I don't count my father. My father's a shit bird, obviously. So um, I was like, you know, the Roman name is mine and his, and now it's just me, you know. So if I die, our name dies. That's it. It's crazy because my name – so much to me because you know the guy that gave it to me just disappeared and it's i've carried it my whole life you know and he carried it our our whole life too and i was like dude i couldn't wait to put my son or my daughter on his lap and that's the shit that fucks me up and like keeps me but i think that's crazy that you felt his energy in the house like that it's so strong my mom felt it and my girl felt it too when i was talking about it dude there was a weight to the house it's funny because I was like, dude, he, I never felt him in Boston, but why, why would I feel him here? He never, he's never been here. He never saw where I lived. You know what I mean? You felt him in Boston? He, I said, he's never, no, no. I said, I never felt him when I was here in Boston. Oh, okay. So he's like, why? But he's never been here. He never saw where I lived. He never, nothing like that. You know, it, everything was down there. That was our home for nine years. 
Yeah. So there, he continues to stay there and protect my mom. And I told my mom that shit. I said, man, you think he's gone? That motherfucker's right here protecting you. He's still keeping bad spirits and bad energy and bad vibes out of this house because I feel him. When I said that, dude, my mom felt it and so did my mom. It was crazy. They were like, you know, my mom started crying. She's like, holy shit, dude, I feel your brother. I was like, he's here. Dang, man. So what is it? So how do you, do you just know? You're just like, it's like a sense? Feeling that creeps. You get like goosebumps and you get a weight. And it's fucking heavy, man. It's weird. I, I don't know how to explain it's heavy. Like you feel like I literally felt like somebody was stronger than me that was shoving my shoulders down. Like a Damn. And then, you know, like I started, I don't get panic attacks, dude. I'm not a, like, that's never been something I have. I get panic attacks yeah. and stuff, but I've, I've always been good at controlling them. Like I hit them for years from my mom until mm-hmm. one day I had one. And my mom was like, dude, are you having a panic attack? And I was like, yeah. Cause I've been in, I was introduced to adult problems from a young age, you know? So that shit sticks. Yeah. With me. But um, that's that's insane, man. Crazy. I don't know. I haven't I haven't felt that in a long time. I've had I've had anxiety attacks before, but not not exactly a panic attack. They make you feel so like, soft in my in my eyes. I go, what a bitch. You feel so soft. You do, but at the same time, man, like you're human, and is like we're getting older, and we understand more things. So it's more about like knowing how stuff is now and how we proceed to grow up and like i don't know man i know so much more now than i did like just two years ago or like four years ago you know what i mean so the more i you understand things the harder it is to deal with them that's what i feel like yeah because you understand the depth and the substance and everything like not everything's a three-foot swimming pool you know a lot of shit's oceans uh, yeah, so that's why it's okay to have panic attacks, bro. Like, I'm not saying you should have a panic attack once a week to make yourself feel better. Like a fucking Barbie doll. I used to get mad at Ish when he'd have a panic attack. Bro, the, you're showing like when I went over, I went over, I went over his house. He he's he was he was doing he wasn't doing that bad. Like he was getting over it, and then. Like the, he was like, I don't know, he was sick or something like that. And then he, he was getting sick, like, right as we were leaving there or something like that. So, I don't know, man. You He would get panic attacks at work? Yeah, he had a few panic attacks at work with me. So, what would he do? Would he just, like, shiver? Like, I've never, I, like mumbling and, like, freaking out. Like, just, like, well, life was too much for him. And then I would like, you know, like I'd sit down and like I'd be like, I wouldn't let him out of my sight for the rest of the night because I'd be like, dude, just stay next to me. Because I remember like, he came to work one day with a long sleeve shirt and it was hot as fuck. And I was like, dude, pull up your sleeve. And he's like, no, why? And I was like, pull up your sleeve, dude. And I knew what it was. He was fucking cutting himself. And I was oh, like, okay. dude, I, I grabbed him by the arm, man. And I grabbed him hard as fuck. Like, you know how I get when I get angry? I have a bad temper. Everyone knows this. But everyone knows at the same time I care about all of you you know, in, in our group. So if I'm telling you something yeah. for a reason, and I've kind of been bestowed the big brother fucking title, you know, where people come to me and talk to me, but I don't really have a lot of people to turn to and talk to. They don't understand it. It's just different. Um, you know, people rarely ask how the strong guy's doing. It's the strong guy that asks everybody else how they're doing. And so I grabbed them by the fucking wrist and I said, dude, if you ever cut yourself again, I'm going to fucking take, I'm, we're going to show your parents this. And I go, and I'm going to beat the shit out of you in front of your parents. 
Like, dude, you got a problem. It's three o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the afternoon, twelve. I don't give a fuck what time it is. You fucking tell me, dude. I'll show up to your house. We'll sit together if it's in silence. You know, like, and the thing about Ish, I love him, man. He, I, I love him like a like a brother. I really do. Just like um, he, what he taught me, and what my girl taught me, because I'd get home and I talk to my girl about, it and I'd be frustrated. I'd be like, like, bro, I'm fucking doing everything. Like, man up. Stop being this. Stop being that. And, like, it didn't work. And, and like, I was like, what is this? Like, I don't understand this. This is, like, a level of sensitivity and brokenness that I don't know how to deal with. Are you talking about with with uh, with Miles or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, with all his issues that he, that he had, you know, back in those days. And I didn't know how to deal with this. So I'd get fucking mad at him for being soft in my mind that was what he was being was soft like yeah like you're being a you're being a sissy dude man up and just fucking life sucks dude bite the bullet and fucking keep going that was my attitude but then what i started learning from him is like that's not that doesn't work with him and then i would talk to my girl and my girl would give me like these fucking because my girl's super sensitive and she's way more emotionally mature than i am like if life sucks for me i go it sucks and it is what it is like that's what i say and that's it I, 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 you know, fucking sometimes anal has no lube and you're going to take it whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, dude. And I started like talking to him like different, like, Hey dude, what's going on? And like softening my tone and like trying to understand it and trying to care and trying to soften myself up at the same time. Cause sometimes you just got to fucking take off the armor. Not everybody, you know, be a fucking man. Don't be a bitch. Don't be a sissy. Whatever it is from when we were kids doesn't always work with everybody, you know? So yeah, me a lot of with with my girlfriend because I'm always around people like 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 you, you fucking gorilla, you <laughs> goddamn piece of sh- no, I'm just joking. <laughs> goddamn piece of Puerto Rican crap. Yeah, for real. Like we just talk shit, we crack on each other, we talk shit about other people, like whatever. And then when I'm with her, I have to be you know softer and. Like I have to catch myself sometimes because, like, I hate that. Like, thing. I won't be talking cor- correctly. You know what I mean? And like, it's just not my nature. But like, I have to get used to it because you know, if you love the person you're with, you know, you gotta, you gotta be a certain way, I guess. Dude, my girl gives me shit because sometimes it'll slip out. I'll call her bro or dude. She doesn't like that, and I'm like, that's a my girlfriend. Really care about that. Like, I call her bro. You know? Yeah, I feel you. But it's a, it's setting a tone, you know. It's like I don't know. Women have expectations. I don't yeah, really have expectations until I got until I got my girl. She's she's got a what do you call it? She's got. Uh, damn, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> like not guidelines, not guidelines. They're um. Yeah, expectations is the right word, son. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Bro, my oh. boy Chula. What's up? Is it working? Can you hear me, kid? Yeah, I hear you perfectly fine. Yo. Dude, we're doing a podcast from like literally across the country. That this the future's here, bro. Oh my god, it finally loaded. All right, good stuff. It took eighteen seconds. We'll edit that out. You heard me? You heard me? Yeah, I heard the podcast from Yeah, well, you're coming from Miami, and I'm in Boston, Beantown. Yeah. All right, Uncensored Beard, episode two with my boy, the unicorn, 
the keto panda. <laughs> the keto panda. Bro, why did you start that keto panda stuff? Like, man, you, man, you, been, you came up with that nickname and, like, I don't know. I told my girl about it and everything. She's like, oh, it makes sense. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Why are you saying that? That's even how you say it? I don't know how to say it. Whatever, you're the a fucking different You're a panda. <laughs> And those yeah. were amazing at my birthday party. But anyways, introduce yourself. What's up, dude? I'm Mike Chua. Um, I actually worked with Anthony for like, what was it, four years? Was it four years? I think it was four years. Yeah, and uh, literally, we were talking, we would talk all night for like fucking hours. Me and security, like no homo, we were like security guards. <laughs> we'd around, talk shit, and all of a sudden it would be five hours, and there it is. And then all of a sudden we'd be like, "Hey, one day maybe we should start a podcast." And then we never fucking do it. We did that one time though with Ish at his house. That that wasn't that bad. That was like a lost podcast, but that was I think first blood for all podcasts. That was first blood with the mic. Yeah, we had the legit mic. We had Ish there. There was three people. We We're had drinks. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And we have to go to Ish's house. That'd be fucking ill, bro. Get him in. Get him in on that. And then it's just like, I don't know, bro. I feel like Ish, I feel like he could talk, man. If we put him on this fucking thing, Ish would start talking because because there's be, times would be the emotional support of the show, dude. There's been times where I sat in the car with Ish or something, and that boy has talked his talked my ear off. You know what I mean? Like we just go <laughs> in, man. Like I don't know what it is. But... <laughs> That's yeah, basically how I ended up on the podcast and how I know Anthony. Um, most people call me Chula. This idiot calls me Keto Panda because I started this like diet that I'm kind of <laughs> doing right, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> this idiot. That's so hurtful on my podcast. How dare you? Oh, I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. There is only one king here, and it's Anchor because they let us do this podcast. They kind of brought our dream to life. So that's pretty cool. Recording this with you if we were like, if you know, if we didn't have this shit, I'll be honest exactly. with you. So, this fucking app is killing it. I got to give a shout out to Gary V for being the crazy entrepreneur he is and me seeing the pop up on his page on the gram. So, it's fucking crazy. We got a lot of shit to talk about, some random shit. So, you were extremely unhappy with Darcy's list, and I thought it was pure garbage, especially <laughs> listen. Like, no disrespect to Darcy, because those movies were okay. All right? Jurassic Park number one. Movies, a lot, look, a lot of the movies he said were okay. All right? That, that's all I'm going to say. Like, okay, the Pokemon movie when I was a kid was it was cute. You know what I mean? But okay. we're talking about top ten right now, right? Okay. All right. <laughs> so, I'm going to agree with you. Top three has to go to Goodfellas, Casino, and Heat. All right. F- top three up there. All right. Now I'm going to throw something else at you. Not the newer Rockies, but the one up to the Russian where he's all like, I'll break you. And he killed Apollo and shit. And Rocky's like, enough's enough, bro. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> um, so- when he's looking in the crowd, he's like, Adrian! Adrian! like, bro, I'm telling you, like, those movies right there, those are classics. Because even, even like years later, I sat down and watched like four Rockies in a row. I didn't care, bro. I love those movies. Dude, all Rocky right. still motivates me. Bro, to this day, when he works out, when he's like, I don't need all that Russian shit. And you see the Russian with the wires hanging off of him, and he's fucking sprinting on an incline. And you see 
fucking Rocky running away from spies in the snow. Bro, <laughs> who's the real man there? You know what I mean? Yeah. And exactly. fucking, all right. Hold on. I'm going to throw this at you because we talked about it a, li- a little recently. In my top five, all right, I'm going to throw it in there just because it made me laugh so hard Are recently. Are we going to be the top ten podcast? Is that what we're going to do here? Because I like this little trend that's starting. It's possible. I, I like this trend, too. It, it made me want to be like, yo, let me tell you my shit. And, like, I, <laughs> like I wanted to tell So, Wanderlust. Bro. The part where Paul Rudd's Wonder car... Us. I've never seen it. Bro, all right. So, you know the guy from Key and Peele? The guy... I forgot I forgot the shorter guy. The shorter guy. He's... I never watched lit- that show. All right. It's not... All right. So, damn. What movie is he from? We got to look it up. I'm going to look up his name. Maybe you know him by name. All right. We'll, we'll Google it later. later. We'll fact check it later. I should have my laptop out while we're doing this. It's a, it's a funny fucking movie. And, like, there's a point where Paul Rudd's car gets stolen and it's in the – not stolen, but someone borrowed it because he's living with a bunch of hippies. And, like, mm-hmm. it's and Peel. And, like, uh, someone comes up and goes, hey, man, your car is in the lake. And he's like, what the, f- what the fuck? So he goes over and he asks guys, like, yo, what the fuck happened? He goes, I know. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? And it's like, what do you mean can't believe it? Like, what what happened to my car? Why is – he's like – you know, I was on the road, cut two, I'm in the pond. And he's like, No, don't <laughs> don't cut and it's just fucking hilarious, bro. Like I can't I can't you gotta see the movie. I love to watch it. On my list, there's actually a lot of Paul Rudd in here. Uh, I love Paul Rudd. He's fucking hilarious, dude. He's in so my underrated. Top 10 comedy he's list, he would have been on there. He would have been in my top ten comedy list. I also forgot Die Hard as my top ten, which kills me. My god, Die Hard's awesome, but not my top top ten. But this is an American treasure. Okay, but if he had to be anywhere, it'd be 11, all right? Yeah, I'd throw him at 11. Just because, like, I put funny movies in there, too, because I love fucking funny movies, and they have to make me crack up, and they have to be retarded. Like, I don't, I don't know. So well, you know Old School and Dodgeball were in mine, so. Old School and Dodgeball were amazing. Amazing, but, like, to me, the funny movies, like, all right, let me go down my list after Wanderlust, okay? All right? So, for some reason, when I was making six, seven, and eight, I went through some funny movies. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Have you ever watched that movie, Russell Brand? Oh my God! It's a rare appearance from the tr- 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 trash, trash, trash. trash. I love the movie. I fucking loved it. I'm gonna keep going here because the next one has to do with the same actors, bro. And how could you tell me? Because Paul Rudd is in that movie, and he's like the re- the retard where he's like, I don't even really keep track of time anymore. You can't you know? say retard, right? It's 2018, bro. You got to be sensitive. Boston, bro? Yeah, bro. Liberal town, bro. It's not called championship town anymore. It's called liberal town. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot <laughs> we're on the podcast and not on the phone. Um, <laughs> anyways, the next one. I put I love you, man. Ah, uh, Never saw it. That that actor, what I don't know what is that. Later, Seth Rogen or Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Probably that guy, the taller Joseph guy. Yeah, Robin from Batman. No, the fucking guy that the big the big guy from uh that uh Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. I mean, we know how I met your mother, like one of the best friends. Oh, Jason's. I know what you're talking about. It's Jason something. 
He's in both all of those movies. I love you, man. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. He's in I those see, movies. I like Forgetting Sarah Marshall, dude, but it's not in my top ten movies. No way. No, I feel you. But I'm going off of these movies, like, made me crack up. Like, these are movies that made me fucking die of laughter, and I gave them credit for being such a new movie. And I could definitely put them there just because I don't think I'd put something else there. Like, I'd put Die Hard there, but if I had to sit down and watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall or Die Hard, I don't know. Like, it, it, that that's – no, you can't compare apples to oranges, so I'll take that. Die Hard is the reason I wanted to become a cop. Damn. <laughs> That's pretty deep, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry it's not in my top ten then. I know, you're scumbag. Uh, maybe you'll like my next one, all right? The Matrix the Matrix movies. Shit. I fucking love the Matrix. It was a big thing even in my house. Like my all my computers in my house had the whole Matrix like lines coming down and shit oh like my that. God. I feel nauseous like, just from looking at that. Bro, but did you did you ever look into the story of the Matrix and yeah, shit like vampires that? Vampires and werewolves in them and everything. It has everything. No, what? I never heard of that. Do you know? You didn't maybe, know. Maybe, I never read shit. Maybe you I'm the one. There's vampires and werewolves in in the Matrix. No. Do you remember there's the Matrix? The... Do you remember the Matrix Three with the twins, where the girl goes, "You need to have silver bullets." Oh yeah, that's right. The, the two fucking twins on the highway. Those dudes are fucking werewolves. Yeah. Or vampires. I don't know which one. I forgot. I was drunk when I read this story. Have you ever watched Walk Hard? Walk Hard is funny. That's one of, one of my funnier movies that I like. And then, honestly, bro, like, if you the say, last if one. If you say Fast and the Furious, I'm going to chop you in the throat. <laughs> let, me just, let me just talk to you real quick about Fast and the Furious, okay? Just because you know me so fucking well that that's how you called me out right now. Fast <laughs> and the Furious. Oh, my God. I knew it. The first one only. Okay. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to tell you. Okay. The I first one only with Letty and all of them together. Like they just started out there fucking, they're like literally street, like street racers. That's it. After that, they just start making money. Honestly, like that, that's, that, that's the truth. Paul Walker, rest in peace. Met him. Super nice guy. I never met the guy, but he Man, seemed really cool. All those videos of him, like, like making fun of Vin Diesel and shit, like being a funny uh, guy. and all that. time. Diesel time. Yeah, diesel time. It's fucking hilarious, bro. I love that guy. Oh, my God. But, yeah, bro. Is that your 10 movies already? Well, yeah, that's my 10 movies. I wish I would have separated funny and and serious because there's a lot of, like, action movies that I like, and there's a lot of funny movies I like. Dude, it's my podcast. podcast. We'll do whatever list we want. Hit me with the top 10 comedy. Then I have to think about top 10 comedy. Oh, my God. Why you do that to me, bro? Right don't here. Be that dead air guy that you're just thinking it's quiet for eight minutes. No, I just don't. I just don't know what. Dude, All right, no, which, one, number one. one number I just one dodgeball, dude. All right, top uh, dodgeball is number one on the list for you. Dodgeball is number one in comedy. All right, what about forty year old version? It doesn't make my list. It doesn't make your list. Okay. No, not a big fan of. Of that. Oh, I need you to go down your because I just went down this 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 uh, C plus list, so I need you to go down your list. All right, number one, Dodgeball. It's not even close for your funny movies, right? Yeah, comedy. Right. I'll give I'll give Dodgeball credit. It's fucking hilarious. Don't nobody makes me bleed my own blood. It's just hilarious. Nobody makes me, he's a philosophizer. Exactly. Number one, not even close. 
Coming in at number two, Ace Ventura. Ooh. Mm. Pretty fun. I don't know if it it'd definitely be top ten, but I don't know if I put Dude, Tutti Bang Bang, Tutti Tutti Bang Bang, I love you. Come on, bro. Like, Ace Ventura, Jim Carrey, number two, it's my pick. I'm sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Number three. Number three would be, oh, man, because it still kills me to this day, um, Talladega Nights. There's going to be a lot of warfare on this list. Yeah. I bet there's going to be an old school coming up. Old school's number four. Okay. Number five, um, the Billy Madison, the golf, the golf movie with, with um, damn it, what's his name, man? You're too good for your home. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. There we go. That'd be number five. Number six, damn, number six would have to be Step Brothers. Damn, bro, you're taking like all the movies you're saying right now, or like all like serenading within my head right now. I don't know. <laughs> number seven would be Role Models, your boy Paul Rudd. And Dude, uh, Stiffler. Role Models was so fucking hilarious. I love Role Models. You know what I had for breakfast? Still okay. kills me. Still kills me to this day. It's, it's just too hard. Number eight. <laughs> Damn, number eight. Oh, I don't know. What are, what are yours while I think so we don't have a dead silence? Well, I definitely will agree with you on Billy Madison. Billy Madison was fucking hilarious. I don't know if I'll put uh, – it's it definitely up there. A lot of the Adam Sandler movies, like Waterboy. Waterboy is he's a football player. Today, Junior. Waterboy was hilarious. Um, there's uh, what else did you say? You said role models. I fucking love role models. Um, and what I said before, I love forgetting Sarah Marshall on Wanderlust. You have to watch Wanderlust because that's Paul Rudd. He literally. I'll watch it tomorrow. Lo- Bro, he, he, there's a scene where he's like looking in the mirror and he's like, so come on, yeah. and he keeps saying that. And he's so fucking stupid. Like you need to, I don't know, man. You need to, you need to watch it. It's hilarious. I'll watch it tomorrow for what's sure. Your, uh, what's your eighth? You're on your eighth now. Number, oh, number eight with number eight would be um, School for Scoundrels. I don't know if I watched that. Bill Hader, not Bill Hader. Oh my God, that's not. Oh my God, sorry. Number eight, yeah, eight would not be School for Scoundrels. Off my list, sorry. Number eight would be Hot Rod. Hot Rod. Who's in that? Yeah. No, no, never mind. Sorry. This it's reminding me of other movies. All right, number eight, scratch that. Number eight would be Tropic Thunder. Yo, Tropic Thunder was hilarious. <laughs> Tropic Thunder, number eight. Number nine, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Ooh, that's an interesting number nine. I like that. And number 10, because, oh, my God, he's super sexist, blah, blah, blah. Number 10 would probably, I was going to say Bridesmaids, but I'm thinking of other movies. Number 10 would probably be Balls of Fury. Ooh, Balls of Fury. That That's, I haven't, I haven't actually watched that movie in a while, but that's the one about the. I fucking love Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken in that movie, bro. He's the bad guy. Yeah, bro. Uh, no, I remember. Yeah, that's my 10. <sighs> all right. Well, I think I gave you five, all right? But I think you left a key one out, bro. Um, what? What I miss? One to Anchorman. No, I'm not a huge Anchorman fan. Those are those rank low on my Will Ferrell list. I, I fucking love Anchorman. Oh, my God. That was just – that was great. 
Um, not an Anchorman fan. Also, I really like Dumb and Dumber. Like the first one. Oh, nope. That was fucking retarded for me, and I loved it. I just, I, just I love the, I love the, the stupidity. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not like super stupidity, like Napoleon Dynamite. Like Napoleon Dynamite was okay for me, but it wouldn't be top ten. Um, I forgot Superbad. Shit, Superbad would be eleven. Superbad is so fucking hilarious. Definitely in my top ten. Uh, Zoolander. I love Zoolander. Damn, I'm just remembering all these movies that I forgot, dude. I forgot Hot Tub Time Machine. Hot Tub Time Machine would probably, like, take... Bro, we should just sit down and watch all these movies right now. Like, all right. Pop. Hot Tub Time Machine, dude. Oh, my God. A little 10-hour podcast and shit. Yeah, I think I went past 10, though. I wasn't even counting. Yeah, I lost count, too. How, how have you been doing on the uh, diet? Because I know that you were doing it, like, after you went back home and before you were at home. Are you doing it at all anymore? Still on it, bro. I just took uh, off a few days when I was on vacation, and I've been right back to fucking diet. Have you keto breakfasts and and uh, one low carb meal, and just protein, 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 and protein. Do you fast at all? Uh yeah, I fast from I fast from eight o'clock at night to ten in the morning. That that's pretty good. So that's like fourteen hours. Yeah, it's like fourteen hours, man. I hit my fourteen to sixteen hours is good. Actually, I hit my longest fast yesterday, and I think I texted you when I did it. Yeah, you were texting me like updates while I was at work. Yeah, bro, nineteen hours I went uh, without eating, and like I only ate because I went home and there was barbecue for Easter. Like I probably would have tried to go twenty four hours, but I've gone twenty four hours before. It's not a big like deal. To me, it is, bro, because before I would eat, like, every, like, four hours, I always had to eat, and I was just so fucking I, – I, I just wanted to eat all the time, bro. I just – I don't know. I couldn't control myself, like – and pe- even people tell me, like, at work, when I tell them I didn't eat for 19 hours, they look at me like I'm a crazy guy. Like, dude, why are you doing that to yourself? You're going to hurt yourself or something like that. And, like, if – Intermittent fasting is good. That's what I'm trying to say, but, like, I'm too – like the to explain that to them and the way I explain it, they're like, bro, show me, show me the, show me the results. All right. Show Rogan. I I can't, I can't like explain it to them, but I just feel good when I do it. And like, I don't know, bro, even just you doing it and like I'm doing it and I just send you shit like that's that. I don't know. That feels good to me because I'm not just sending it to you, but like, let's say, uh, like, I send it to someone who's also doing it, like, one of my friends, or they're doing a different diet. Like, they send me what the fuck they're eating, and I'm like, all right, bro. And I just, I got into, like, cooking my own food and shit, and it's, uh... Well, I post my shit on Instagram all the time, so... I posted one, just one on Instagram. It was the last one I sent you. Yeah, I saw it. I had little... I couldn't even finish it, bro. I took some of it to work, and I ate around 8 o'clock, and I haven't eaten since, so... Did I tell you the first time I ate avocados was when I went down to Miami on vacation? For real? Did you like it? Yeah, it was was amazing. You like avocados? Nice, bro. It tastes really good with lime, but it does not taste that great with lemon. Like, it tastes like... My girl, my girl put lime and salt. Lime and salt, bro. That's how you... That's how you... That's how you... Oh, my God. That's how you eat it. Dude, it was so good. It was so fucking good. Yeah, man. That's how you eat it. I love that shit. But... 
I, Dude, let's talk about the heartbreaking story right now, not our fat asses. Of uh, I think I know who you're gonna Tony talk Ferguson. about. Mm-hmm. Tony Ferguson's out. I can't believe you can make a video about kicking these steel fucking like these steel. What are they? What are they like? He had padded steel like threading. He had a padded. Dude, I didn't. I didn't see. I haven't seen the video yet. I just heard video, right? Where like he's outside and he's out where like wherever his own gym is, and it's like the steel threaded like padding thing that you can kick and it's against the fence right or like this corner of the fence and he's like see i want i want my i want my opponent to think about think about when i kick him and how hard it's gonna to feel when he blocks it and then he's like kicking and he goes look no blood getting no blood and everyone all everyone else in the gym that he's like with they're like yeah fuck that like we're not gonna it broke my heart. The MMA gods, the MMA gods are heartless bastards. The, everyone's been waiting for that fight for a very long time. Like this is the fight. fourth time he gets canceled. Yeah, I don't think worse. it's gonna happen. It's almost as worse as DC and John Jones. Like at least they fought twice. Yep. You know what I mean? Like you can't even you can't even compare the two. And then the fact that everyone's like gaying on like uh, everyone was saying that Connor should have took the fight. No, it's a terrible matchup for him. Yeah, not only is it a terrible matchup, but it's like super short notice, and like that man would never do something like that. Yeah, it's a terrible matchup. Yeah. I dude, I'm scared. I'm scared for Max Holloway, and I love Max Holloway. Yeah. But Max Holloway stepping in, dude. Khabib is a fucking animal, dude. These guys from Dagestan, they don't fuck around, man. They're good at like two things, like you fucking fighting, killing, and and wrestling. That's three things, whatever. I don't know how to count. Well. What what if I'm just like what if okay what if they knew Tony Fer- okay what if this is crazy what if they knew Tony Ferguson was going to get out and force Khabib to train for Tony Ferguson but really was going to fight Max Holloway the whole time skeptical hippo eyes Brendan Shop is that what you're saying. Uh, but, uh, I don't think so. I don't think that would happen because uh, Max Holloway is a good fight, but I think at the same time, a lot of people are worried that he might get dominated and exposed. Not exposed because it's not his weight class. I mean, he's a big 45, but Holloway just got out of a cast two weeks ago. He broke his leg, remember? So I don't know if he's 100%. It's kind of like feeding a fucked, uh, an injured lion to a lion that's healthy. Yeah, I guess that's one way to see it. But I don't think, don't think I don't give was, Dana White I don't give Dana White that much credit. <laughs> you don't you don't think that Max Holloway is ready to fight Khabib right now? No, I think that he's just a crazy fucking fighter who fights and that's what he does. So he's stepping in because it's a payday. But I don't know if it's a good matchup for him, dude. Khabib's another dude. The only dude that scares me as much as Khabib does is Tony Ferguson. So. That's why you want to see them. You want to see these two yeah. crazy motherfuckers fight, you know? It is a fucking animal. I really like watching him fight. But when I watch Khabib fight, it's like, it's almost like they're not even on the same level. Every every fight he's been in, it seems like. And dude, he made, he made Edson Barbosa look average. Edson Barbosa's a top fucking 10 fighter, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. That weight, that weight class is getting very interesting because of all that shit. And... I will actually want to see the rematch between Joanna and Rose. I actually want to see that again. 
You know I'm going with the boogie woman, bro. I'm not nothing against Rose, but uh, against Rose, I'm but I feel like I feel like she got. I feel like Joanna got caught. I feel like. Yep. Me too. I feel like she got cocky and didn't respect the power. I don't. I don't feel like Joanna was bested. I feel like she got caught. Like as a fighter with the experience she has, she should have won that fight, but she was like in her own head, I guess. Dude, Rose is a beast. She's just really, you know. Joanna was too cocky. Yeah, I agree with you. you know, and sometimes you get caught, dude. Rashad Evans caught Chuck Liddell too, man. Like it happens. All I gotta say is she's gotta make this rematch count. Like this rematch just has to mean everything to her. And I'm gonna see uh what do you call it? Do you do you know who's gonna fight DC next? DC's fighting Stipe, dude. I never saw that. What? You were up. You were off on your MMA game. Yeah. So they're fighting for the heavyweight championship. DC's undefeated at heavyweight, by the way, 13-0 and or some shit, like some crazy number, 9-0, and some something like that. Yeah. And Ipe is the best heavyweight of all time and my favorite heavyweight of all time. So it's going to be a crazy fight. And I love both guys, so I can't pick. I just want it to be a good fight. Listen, Stipe, when he, fight, when he fought Nagano, was like – Bro, I actually watched that fight over and over again because of how awesome it was. Like, they were going at it, bro. And Stipe, you could just see the fight experience. Like, after he would after he would, um, he would punch him, he would, like, go. The, I don't know, man. I, I suck at describing fighting. It's the, it's the fucking immigrant mentality, bro, like Joey Diaz said. <laughs> but he's... He's amazing, man. I don't know. I really, I really like Stipe. And I didn't really respect him as – not because I don't like him, but because I didn't really know him too much as a fighter until I saw that fight. And he was just kind of – and before the fight, he went on a podcast and was like, yeah, we'll see what I could do, you know. I probably, He's a big guy. He went on Rogan. Yeah, he went on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was like, yeah, yeah, he's a big guy. And then – I don't know, bro. That was – Stipe's big too, dude. He's 6'4", 240 pounds too. It's not like it was little guys, you know? He's not a little guy for sure, but that guy was just a monster, and he still is, man. He's got a lot. He's not... I think Ngano was overrated. I feel like he's... And all he's got is power. I feel like he's still going to be around when Stipe retires. And then... mm, I don't know. You don't think so? Because he's done... No, I, I think all he's got is power. He to learn how to wrestle now at 33 years old is how old he is, dude. It's hard to become an elite wrestler when you're talking about these dudes that have been doing this shit since they were like 13 years old. Yeah. Damn. I can re- I can wrestle my ass off for the next year, two years. So yeah, are you gonna every day, and I'll never be Yoel Romero or DC. You know what I mean? I, I yeah, I got you. But I mean, just like. Joanna, she got caught. People can get caught, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's an MMA fight, bro. Yeah. It's going to happen. Are you going to wrestle anytime? Because I know you said that that's something that you look for, you want to get into, wrestling and something, and something else. There was a third one, right? No, just wrestling and boxing. Wrestling and boxing, that's it. Yeah. So my buddy, Michael Nates, I went to school with him. I went to school with him and his two brothers, the Nates. Michael's a state champion. I believe he's a two-time state champion in Hylia High. I forgot what he is. So he coaches now. You know, he dabbled in MMA a little bit, but he's a coach. He's a really phenomenal coach, actually. So I'm going to take classes with him and, like, start off from the basics. So basically just be bitch mode 
and learn all the fundamentals and just train up from there because it's just I don't it's a different style of training. Like I listen, I listen to DC talk about wrestling. That's for wrestling or, or boxing? Yeah, wrestling. Okay. So I listen to DC talk about wrestling, dude, and there's just such a passion in there and how it breaks you. And he has that saying, you know, embrace the grind, embrace the suckage. Yeah. That I have to do it. Like, I just have to, like, get into it. Because, I don't know, it's always been a passion. And then boxing is the sweet science, dude. Like, you watch – like, people hate Floyd Mayweather. I love him, dude, because he's the smartest guy. He's, he's the guy that made the most money and got hit the least. Who? Uh, Mayweather? Know? Floyd Mayweather, bro. Yeah. Best fucking defensive boxer ever. Yeah, That's one of the best boxers ever. Just people like to hate on him because of how he's, like, how he presents himself. He's a really good boxer. He's, like – I like to say he broke boxing because it was a completely different game before he started boxing, though. Like, No, there were dudes like him in the 80s. Marvin Hagler was like that. You know, there was a lot of dudes like him, but they weren't as good as he was. They weren't as good. He kind of highlighted that t- style of boxing is what I'm saying. Yeah, and not get hit, which is the point of boxing. That's why it's called the sweet science. Light your ass up and let me not get lit up, you know. If I mean, if Muhammad Ali would have had that, you know, or Cassius Clay when he first came out, would have had that output, you know, he died from brain trauma, basically. All that shit caught up to him, dude, and he had Parkinson's, which was caused by brain trauma. They said some crazy shit, like Muhammad Ali took, like, 5,000 punches in his last seven years of fighting to the head. That's insane, dude. That's too much. That makes me sad a little bit. It makes me sad, yeah, that, you know, and Muhammad Ali is a fucking icon, dude. Like, when he died, I cried. It hurt. I was like, shit, bro. Like, if he would have been smarter in his fighting career, you know, and got out when he got when he should have got out. Yeah. Some of these dudes hold on too long, man. You know, even the greats. Man, because, man, some of them, that's what they love, though. Like, not because they need it. Like, I doubt Muhammad Ali had the box that long. I bet he just wanted to. Yeah. Well, he loved that's it. That's what he loved. So, if whatever he, you know, I'm sure he accepted whatever was coming. Well, these dudes do everything, you know, they do everything knowing that there's an end result, you know, and like, I love to hear the football players talk about CT because everyone's talking about making the game safer. And then like, there's football players that say, yo, we know what the fuck we signed up for. Like, let's be realistic. Yeah. You signed up for millions of dollars, all the opportunities to play the game you love for as long as you could. And then when you got out, you were going to take the bad with the good. Yeah. That. That's how it is. Would you, would you, um, what do you call it? That's very similar to what people describe, like, leaving the military. Like, like whenever they leave the military, it's kind of like, hey, you're kind of like, you kind of get a paycheck in the mail every time you retire, whatever, you're, you're good. And, like, that's what, like, I have a friend, I, he's in the Air Force right now, and he's two years, and then he doesn't have to, like, really go back if he doesn't want to. And uh, they would literally just, uh, like, get him a job in the States that, you know, would be in the Air Force and he would just be working in the States. You know what I mean? But when you get to that point of, like, uh, fuck, what is it? Like, the people that get injured. Uh Uh-huh. Like, what, like, medically retired? Not medically. Yeah, when they get medically retired. You take, yeah, like, you going into the military, right? Mm -hmm. And you get hurt and come back, you were kind of taking the bad with the good. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's. I mean, we got plenty of veterans walking around with no arms and no legs. And that's exactly how I feel. Muhammad Ali was. He's a bad with good, bro. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, dude. You know, you're gonna take everything 
I mean, I want to be a cop, you know, I want to be a federal officer. And I didn't know that you wanted to do that. I thought that you were just going to do your thing at the airport or maybe do like something else. Than a cop. I don't know. I don't know what else. No, nah, man, I always wanted to be a fucking cop, dude. When I grew up, I wanted to be a gangster. My mom was like, no, you can't be a gangster. And I said, all right, I'll be the next best thing. I'll take everything that I know and I'll be a cop and I'll chase down the real scumbags. You know, that's awesome, bro. It's real cool. Wow. She raised me with that fucking mentality, man, of a warrior. You know, my mom never sang or like uh, read Humpty Dumpty to us. She read us. She used to read us Marcus Aurelius quotes and like Greek mythology and like, you know, fucking Kratos and all this. Other, like those, like all this, like, like I have the real story of the 300. Like since I was a kid, I heard the real story. You know, I heard the real things about Achilles. I heard the real things about the Titans. I heard the, you know, all these crazy stories about the Egyptians. Like, my mom, never, she never read soft shit to me and my brother. Yeah. It was always about, like, when the fire got warmer, you jumped in. You know, you're going to get some burns anyways. So why not get burned on your account, not fucking get burned when the world decides to burn? Like, I mean, I've told the story to everybody. I'm sure I've told the story to you. Like, I was seven years old and I fell. Uh, I fucked myself up in baseball. I was grounding third and I tripped and I scraped my arm and my face and like my knee. And my mom was a third base coach. And I turned around, like I laid on the floor, I rolled over. I told my mom to pick me up. And she said, I'm not picking you up. Get up by yourself. Because when I'm not here, the world is not going to pick you up. And I took that shit to the heart. took that shit to the titty, dude. I was like, yeah, man. Uh, all right. So that's how I operate. That's real. If you're, if you're built as a lion, and there's so many sheep in this world that can't protect themselves. You need to go and do your diligence as a lion. People. And whether that's public service or, you know, whatever it is that you see fit. But, like, I, you know, my happy spot is standing between bad people and good people. I can always. I can almost understand that. Um, you know, I always, because I'm not scared. Like, yeah, you're going to get hurt. You're going to get scraped. You know, like, you're going to, you could die. You can be killed. You can be shot. You can be blown up. But it comes with the territory because you stopped that person from getting to the person that wasn't ready for them. You know, like I wake up ready for shit. <laughs> Some people don't have that in their life or not. They're not around stuff like that. And like, it's just some people that I know are not sheltered, but they don't see, they don't see real issues or real problems or deal with real issues like, like becoming homeless or anything like that. And like, I mean, we all know I was homeless before, so yeah. I mean, I I think I told you a story of how I was as well for a little bit. Probably not as yeah. long as you. And you said you you've been homeless multiple times, right? Yeah, man. With my mom, every time, dude, sleeping in a car. Like I remember, dude. There's shit you don't forget. It's so weird from your little. I just, you know, I'm just turned 28. Obviously, that's why I was in Miami celebrating my birthday. Um, but like, I remember like my brother was at his babysitter's house because, um, you know, the state took care of him. So like the lady's like, yeah, he's not going to be homeless. And my mom's like, I'm not going to have him sleep in a car with us. So we parked in a parking lot at Walmart. So get up the next day. My mom's like, let's go get breakfast. We have like seven or $8. So my, you know, sausage, McMuffins, whatever it is. We get McDonald's, you know, you know, and my mom's like, go clean up, you know. So my mom goes to the bathroom and I go to the bathroom. I go in with a towel, dude, and I clean like my face with the sink water, dude. I'm cleaning like my face, my arms, like trying to get clean to look like I took a shower, you know. Yeah. Even though it had been like three or four days or some shit. I must have been like 10 or 11 years old. 
And um, this dude looks over at me like I was the biggest piece of shit in the world. Some grown-ass man just looks at a little kid like you're just trash, you know. And I was, like, super happy. I didn't give a fuck because, like, when we were sleeping in the parking lot at Walmart, my mom was right next to me. You know, I w- it was always uh, me, my mom, and my brother. It was always us three, and that's how I was raised. You know, that's why, like, friends are super friend- – my friends have shown me more loyalty, and that's what I take shit in is loyalty. Mm-hmm. Not for when I call you and I go, hey, I need $1,000, and you go, dude, I don't have $1,000, and I go, oh, you're a fucking piece of shit. Friend. Uh, that's not or I call you and I just need somebody to t- – you know, I value shit in time. Yeah. So I call you and I just want to talk and catch up. And that person gives me the time, you know, if they have it, you know, obviously if they're busy, I understand. I'm not going to be like, this motherfucker was at work. Fuck him. Yeah. But um, I value shit and loyalty, man. I don't give a fuck about money because money comes and goes. Yeah, bro. But, but loyalty, my friends have shown me compared to my family. That kind of stuff that your mother did for you, like, that keeps you humble, man. Like, she, she, she took care of you. And it's great that you appreciate her, like. People that are, don't appreciate their parents or don't appreciate the things that they have, and they take things for granted and they stay stagnant, like they don't move in life because they don't realize what they have to move forward, and they feel like they're stuck because of other things. It's all in your head, dude. Yeah, exactly. It's all in your head, and like the things that we go through uh, determine how far we'll go from there. So, like. I was uh, I was like a security I was a security guard for well, how long? I I was eighteen all the way to like I don't know man. Four years you were there at least. I was there four years and I was there, so I was six years of security guard man. I remember when I was leaving high school, the day that I was like, I'm not I'm never coming back. I left something in my uh, my English room. I forgot what the teacher's name was. But uh, I told her, I'm like, yeah, I'm basically dropping out. I told her just like that. And she's like, oh, so do you have any plans? Are you going to try to like, make up your credits? And I'm like, no, I think I'm just going to get a job. And she, she, like, she was like, wow, this kid is just done. This kid's failed life kind of thing. And I'm just like, yeah, I think I'm just going to get a job and make some money. And she was like, well. Um, and then she like kind of like sat down. I was like, "Wow, fuck this bitch, fuck school. I don't need anything." And like that's how I started to become a secure. And I was so proud of that because I got rid of like personal belongings to like I sold my paintball gun. And you know how I feel about paintball. Like I love paintball. So yep. when I sold my paintball gun to become a security guard, like it was my mission to buy another one. So like when I had that, I was like happy with that and i didn't realize how stagnant i was like that wasn't where i should be you know i should be doing something that requires me to use my brain because like i'm not like stupid you know that's that's how myself so i don't know man it's just these things that i had to go through and these things that happened to me like and then um you know especially when you have to deal with like deaths or anything like that that's totally a, a like a game changer for you and some people never experience these types of things and like they don't realize how far they're going in life or how short life really is. Like, you know what I mean? So I don't know, man. Well, we definitely know. I know what that's like. Cause we're not even uh, three months out. I mean, to, the fourth makes three months that my brother passed. So, yeah. So, 
Still fresh, dude. Still fresh. I already hear that, bro. Like, three three months is, is still fresh, bro. And and it sucks because, uh, like you know uh, about my cut. I I, to- I don't mean to make this podcast all fucking depressing and shit. Like, no, it's cool, dude. Just talk. Give the fuck. People uh, listen. You listen. Like my when my cousin got hit by uh, the drunk driver that was a Coral Springs police officer. Please, whoever fucking, yeah, Coral Springs police officer was drunk driving in Miami and killed my cousin. So it was weird because when she was in, the, like, when you when you smell that shit in the ICU, when, when you're there looking at her for the last time, and, like, I'll never forget how she looks then. And I have to keep pictures of her to not remember what I saw in the ICU room. Like, it's that bad. Her head looked like the size of a watermelon. Like, I, I, you think I'm exaggerating, but they, the brain was so swollen from the, the car hitting her that her head would have literally, like, exploded if they um, didn't, like, ice it down. Her head was, like, sitting on ice. Her head would have just, like, like kept going, going up, and she would have, like, started bleeding through her eyes and stuff. So, like... I found out at work that she passed away. And, like, that kind of shit is just so crazy because her the, – she died when she was 23. I'm 24 now. So I think about that. I'm like, oh, you know, she she died here. You know, she died at this age. And also seeing her daughter grow up. Her daughter is going to be in middle school soon. Yeah, and then when, she, when Jenny died, she was uh, – she was four. She just was turning four or five. And um, I remember her walking around the house saying, where's my mom? Do you know where my mom is? And, like, that, to me, was, like, that stuck with me for the rest of my life. Like, I have to live even if I don't want to because it has to be for the people around me. I'll never let – I don't want to let the people around me be, like, uh, be sad because I'm dead. So I'll never think suicidal. You know what I mean? I'm never suicidal. And I feel like the people 